What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Experience More podcast, the podcast for individuals who want to lead and live a healthier, more active, fit lifestyle, one that's going to allow them to experience more of not just only the great outdoors, but life itself. I'm Jake Arvold, your host, and this is the Experience More podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Experience More podcast. Tonight, it is a solo podcast. Uh, I'm actually going to be switching things up just a little bit here for each and every one of you guys tonight. I'm actually going to run through what I personally use as uh, my bow setup. Uh, but with that, I, I really wanted to just touch on something <clears throat> with any of these podcasts for any of you guys. Uh, if something's on my heart and I just feel like I have to go through it and say it, whether it's individuals I, I personally coach, the conversations I have with on a day-to-day basis, people I interact with via social media, um, you know, things to do with first form outdoors, personal life, like the only, the only way to be able to overcome different things in life, um, or to be able to have actual experiences with them. Right. So if you've never had an experience before, like that is something that's new to you, you have to go through that. Um, with this podcast and this medium here, my, my hope is to give you guys different resources or just different personal experiences that I've had. And I've, I have a lot of life to live. I'm not coming on here. I'm just, I'm a regular farm kid from central Wisconsin, right. Uh, who had a lot of struggles and self inflicted demons, I guess you could say, um, negative thoughts, whatever the heck you want to call them, uh, throughout life. And I wish I would have had a platform like this in my early years. Cause it wasn't until, you know, I was probably 22 until I actually discovered podcasts, um, discovered audiobooks, things of that nature. Really, in my early days, mentors, so to speak. So um, it means a lot for to me to be able to have a platform now to kind of just be able to speak my mind. Allows me to just kind of you know put my own thoughts out there, um, and they're my opinions, right? So if you don't don't like them, you can leave. So. That's pretty much what it is. Doesn't mean I don't like you or I don't think you're a, a good human or any way, shape or form, but you know, God bless America and the the freedom of speech. So we're going to let things rock and roll before I get into my, my bow setup. And man, I'm excited for some of the, I, I got to hit on it. I'm excited for some of the guests and everything coming up in the weeks ahead. Um, got some just really good, good people really, really good stories. Um, and I'm just really pumped and excited for that. So, and for, for all you guys, I guess a little bit of housekeeping here is, you know, for each and every one of you guys who have supported, you know, the experience more podcasts, the movement, uh, and just coming together and being individuals who lead by example from the front, I see you guys out there, you know, parents, coworkers, um, brothers, sisters, like, it is super cool to be able to see you guys out there via social media, tagging me in different posts, getting like just getting to be a, a part of your guys' journey has been really, really cool. And I can't thank you enough for the feedback, guys, the the reviews. Uh, this this podcast is 100% organic, going and growing. Uh, I personally, I'm just going to keep rocking and rolling it that way. I don't see this ever going to a point where I'm going to go through and advertise or anything of that nature. Cause I want to go through and provide a value without flooding your feed with a bunch of bullshit. 
is pretty much what it comes down to. So, um, the things that I do come on here and share with you guys, uh, I'm, I'm not going to do necessarily gear reviews. Um, because honestly I, I work with a bunch of different great companies and great people, but I have had a handful of you guys ask me like, what do I use? Right. How do you get involved in the outdoors? What do you recommend? Uh, and instead of doing gear reviews and all that different stuff, cause I'm not going to like the only things I'm going to tell you guys what, what is here is what I actually actually use. I'm not going to go through none of this shit is sponsored. Um, these are the things I actually like to go through and shoot and use. And I believe that they're good people and everything behind them. Um, and if you don't like them, well, that's your own personal opinion. So you're more than welcome to go through and have those. Um, and I encourage you to do that, right? Just as I would hope you encourage me to go through and live my fucking life and enjoy it. So just remember that when we go through different pieces and and this podcast ultimately moves forward. Okay. So just because I shoot a Matthews, right. And you shoot a bear or a Hoyt or a PSC or a Bowtech or an elite or any of those things doesn't mean you're a bad person or I'm a bad person. You guys have to realize, okay, that it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't. So many people get bent up and this is one of the big things. Honestly, when I, like I look at this <clears throat> in the, the outdoor space, you see people tear each other apart, literally tear them apart via like, dude, it baffles me as I watch grown ass men in different forms on these different pages, tearing people apart for using a crossbow versus a regular bow using, you know, a Hoyt versus a Matthews or a PSC versus a Hoyt or whatever it is. Like you shoot a bow. Good. You like hunting? Good. You enjoy the second amendment? Good. You enjoy fishing? Good. Hiking, camping, you don't like hunting or you're just not a hunter? Cool. You don't have to be. But like that's the the entire piece of this entire podcast is to allow people to experience more of the great outdoors living a physically healthy fit and active lifestyle is the going to be the foundational piece of this. But when I really look at what, what needs to happen and change, I mean, foundationally is us taking care of ourselves and being the best version of ourselves physically, but that trickles into how we go through and look at ourselves mentally. Like who, do, who, who are we? right? What example are we setting for people around us? So, um, dude, I'm just, I I get so fed up, so fed up watching and seeing all these different people out there. And it's like, I shouldn't even say like fed up. It just baffles me. It's, it's very, very interesting to me, like to go through and and watch these guys go back and forth. I'm like, man, if you want to shoot a crossbow, go for it. Sender. Like, I don't, I don't see where people go through and and get off and telling someone how they can go through and ultimately hunt. If you want to go through and just hunt rifle season, hunt rifle season. If you want to just hunt bow season, hunt bow season. You want to use a freaking spear, go for it. Like as long as you're in, in the rules, the regulations, and you're, you're abiding by those different things and like doing what you should be doing and not bothering anyone else or hurting anyone else in the process sender bud like enjoy it and i encourage you to go through and encourage other people to enjoy it as well 
Okay. A lot of the struggles here, and this goes two twofold for those of you guys who have never hunted before, understand that you are new to the circle and it is okay to not know things. Okay. And understand that you're going to have to ask a lot of questions. You're going to have to do different research to be able to figure out what it is you need to know to go out and feel confident in hunting. You're not going to feel confident right off the bat. You're not going to feel confident even going, going fishing or going to a certain lake. Like there's going to be certain levels of confidence. You, you ultimately grow to earn throughout the process, especially when it comes into the sport of hunting and getting out in the woods or investing into these different products or using these different tools. Um, it's important for you to know that it is normal to not have a clue what you are doing. What you need to do is take the time to look into those things and actually like figure it out. Ask questions. Don't be afraid of that. Don't let your ego get in, get in your way. Right. And on the other side of it, all you freaking righteous individuals who think they're higher mighty than God that have been hunting since the, the birth of Christ. Okay. Need to understand that there's a lot of people out there who the only reason they're against hunting or the only reason that they, they really don't understand it or they don't, it's not, they don't even not like it. They just don't understand it. And you going out there with Buddy ripping it around in your big jacked up Chevy. As much as I love jacked up Chevys, you can check my garage. Out there toting around, making other individuals very, very uncomfortable. Uh, uncomfortable is not even like the, the right word for it, but you you put a bad representation out there for what it means to be a true outdoorsman and someone who is a conservationist, someone who enjoys the the lands and the waters and the woods and everything that we overall enjoy just as, as good people. So it goes twofold, right? At the end of the day, on both sides, just be, be a good freaking neighbor. Like whatever happened to like the actual like good morals, right? Where it's like, hey, look someone in the eye, shake their he- their hand. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Hold the door open for someone. Treat someone with respect. Like, I, what happened to those days? That's what I was, that's how I was taught. I was taught at a very, very young age. It wasn't go through and cause a ruckus X, Y, and Z. Like it was put your hand on your shoulder, wait for dad to go through and say, yep, okay, what's up, bud? You know, as he's in the middle of a, middle of a conversation it's building respect with the within different individuals a lot of you guys just need need the shit kicked out of you and ultimately respect built in so but that's a little bit of a rant for jake uh as we go out on that piece at the end of the day guys we just want to have fun enjoy the outdoors and do those different things be a good human it's not that hard okay uh going into the bow setup for you guys okay um like i said I shoot a Hoyt for all you, or not a Hoyt. Ha, 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 you guys thought I switched that up there. I shoot a Matthews as of right now. I actually have been looking at Hoyt. The The new Hoyt uh, VTM looks badass. I actually shot it up at the Hunt Expo. Um, it'll probably be one of, one of the next bows I end up picking up. Um, 
but as of right now, I actually have a Matthews V3. This is the first, first bow that I bought that cost way too much money. That's pretty much what it comes down to. Now, I shouldn't say that because you get what you pay for in that sense. I paid a good lump sum of money for this bow. Okay. Now, the bow I had prior to this was one of the, the standard built uh, ready to shoot bear bows. Okay. That bow cost me $250 as a, um, uh, a second year buy from Cabela's. Okay. It was a phenomenal bow. It was great. It was good. And this is my message. When we look at like, if you guys are wanting to get into archery, uh, and shooting and shooting a bow, um, guys don't go out and drop $1,200 on a brand new Matthews V3 or phase four. Don't, you don't need to do it. Like you just don't, I highly encourage you guys actually to go through and find a bargain bow, right? Go through and shoot something that honestly, like it's either a secondhand bow or it's a bow from a, a bow shop. Like it's a, you know, a pre-used one or it's a second year bow. Go get one of those bows, get a whole total setup for maybe four to 500 bucks. Okay. And go through and shoot it and see if you actually enjoy shooting archery, right? The thing is, like, as soon as you actually, like, you'll learn really quick, like, if this is something you actually want to do and you're going to be consistent with. Because then when you go from that, and this is the reason why I say start with something that is not just a brand new freaking crazy cool bow. It comes down to just, like, a kid getting his first car. If the kid goes through and you give a kid a Ferrari right off the bat, like, he will never respect that car and truly understand what it means to have that car if he didn't start in a little Honda Civic, right? You think about that. It's the same, it's the same thing here. Like you're not going to have nearly as much respect for the bow that you're actually shooting because you, you don't know what a shit bow feels like, right? You don't know what that is because honestly at the top, like whether it's Matthews, and I've shot all of them now at this point from Matthews, PSE really the main three is Matthews PSE and Hoyt I've shot I know those three bows like they're comparable across the board there's little fine tweaks and tunes and things of that nature that when you really 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 get into it you can start to know as far as like the let off the draw cycle all of these different things um the feel and the bow how it goes through and like what the the actual feel is once you release an overall vibration like you can pick those things up but when you're new to this you're not looking at any of those things. You're essentially just, you're, you're worried about slapping the string to your forearm and ultimately like smacking your cheek or something like that, or not, not being able to drop back. So my big point for this, for you guys, if you're looking at getting into archery hunting, right, you have to start with a bow. Okay. And that, that comes down to just picking a bow itself. Now, a lot of you guys have asked me, what bow do I recommend? Honestly, my, my like direct go-to because I think it's a very simple and easy way to go through and do it is like bear does a phenomenal job for their ready to shoot bows, right? They, you can go onto their site. They literally have different bows already set up with a site, a rest. Um, and they have great customer service. Like I said, the bow I had prior to this was a bear and I had on my elk hunting trip with my dad, we were about six miles up in the middle of nowhere. And I had my bow or the mule in front of me go bat shit crazy, kick it all around. I watched my bow go right under the belly of that mule, break the limbs in half, broke the side off of it, broke the rest. 
and just snapped it all the shit. Right. Um, and this is on our way in for the hunt. Right. So I actually ended up shooting that bull, um, with my dad's bow, which we can save for another time. But, um, the, the long or the short story to that entire piece is when I got back, I brought that bow, um, to my bow shop and brought it in mangled and, and all beat to hell. And I said, you know, do you think they can go through and replace the limbs and everything like that? Uh, I told them what ultimately happened and they're like, man, that's quite the story and everything. It's like, we'll, we'll hit up bow or we'll hit up bear and we'll send it in and, you know, see what they can ultimately do. When I went through and did that and, and I can't guarantee they do this for everyone or any way, shape or form, but they did, they, they took care of me to where it's like, I'm always going to have great things to say about them. Um, and I will continue to put that out there and I know I will, I will own a bear again in the future just because I like supporting good companies who take care of their people. Right. So, um, they went through and sent me back a fully built bow, brand new limbs, completely reconstructed, put together and essentially had a note on it said, Hey, good job on this hunt. Hopefully you have better luck with your bow next year. Right. And that was it. Happy hunting. Like that, that is an impressive piece. And they ultimately, they have gained a lifetime customer from me for that. They've gained a loyal customer, customer for me with that, uh, to where I will go through and I will, I will literally recommend anyone and everyone to go through and try a bear out, try those different bows out, uh, good people overall. Right. So now you might ask, why did I go to a Matthews? And it's like, I picked up and I shot my bear. Now I was a few years old. Um, it actually quite a few years old, uh, and I'm from Wisconsin. So Matthews is from Wisconsin. I went through and shot a few different bows. I uh, had some friends in that that shot Matthews as well. And when I went through and I picked up the V3 and I'd, I'd shot a couple of the other ones, dude, it just felt good. It was smooth. It, it was super crisp. It was the fastest bow I had ever personally gone through and shot um, to date at that point in time. So, yeah, I went through and I was like, you know, I wanted to invest in myself, especially going through starting first from outdoors. This was kind of like a little, a gift to myself to go through and invest in a good, high quality, well manufactured bow. Um, and same thing with Matthews. Matthews has done a great job with their overall customer service. I really haven't had anything wrong with the bow itself. Um, I did have one of my stabilizers go through and, and not show up in the box. And I just contacted them and it was without a beat. They had that on its way, super easy conversation to be had, and they were happy to go through and, and fix it and help any way that they could overall. So um, two, two awesome, phenomenal uh, companies overall. But you think about that bow, <clears throat> I would personally look at getting uh, step one, get, get a good frame bow, okay? Now, when you think I say it or when you hear that, right, setting up a bow, you think that thing is going to come ready to rock and roll. Okay. Majority of bows that you buy outside of some of the ready to shoot bows from bear. Okay. A lot of those bows, when you buy them online, wherever you go, they, they are like, they're a bear bow. Along with that, you are going to need a rest. You are going to need a sight or a scope, whichever way you go. I don't care. Um, 
but you're going to need those two things. Now, again, here, when you look at going to the next two kind of most critical components, I would say, um, are going to be that rest and that, uh, scope or that site. Um, they don't have to be like right now. I personally run the QAD, uh, which is, uh, um, a cable cable ran drop rest. So as soon as I draw it back, I go through and release, it drops the, the site away. So it's a drop away rest. Um, this rest itself, I, I think it was like 150 bucks, right? So that alone, like that adds that right back up there again. Uh, and then the other, the, um, the actual site I have is the spot hog <clears throat> fast eddy. Okay. This scope alone or the, the, the site, I don't, I don't know why I've been saying scope looking at some of the other ones on there they call them scopes but this site okay was about 300 bucks right so very well built again like i have invested a lot into quality products that they if you see these or you guys can look at these pieces like they are put together like a brick brick shit house they are very very well put together they are very well manufactured they are lifetime guaranteed products and pieces um and I know there's something that are going to last. And honestly, I could use them as a self-defense tool if I needed to. But <clears throat> that is the, the rest in the site uh, added up on that piece. Now, this is the big part I need you guys to understand, especially a lot of you young guys. Okay, young guys and girls. For those of you guys, the, the girls in here that are listening, you can go get a whisker biscuit rest for like 30 bucks. And I honestly recommend getting one of those it might be more than that i think it was like 30 back when i did it they're probably like 60 now thanks covid um you could probably get it for like 60 bucks okay good good site especially or site it's a good rest especially for new people okay the site itself you could probably go and I'm, I'm thinking about these things where you could probably get them up pick them up at your local bow shop um 60 bucks for the rest and then you could probably go get like a true glow site right? Like a three to five pin, which you guys are not going to be, especially starting out, you're probably going to be max shooting 20, 30, 40 yards. Um, so you get that site. That's another maybe 30 bucks. So for really $90, you can have both of those sites where mine put together were almost 500. You can get that for like not even a hundred bucks and you can probably find some cheaper ones out there, but you will need the bow, the rest, the sight. Okay. Those are three. Those are the three pieces there. Next up, you're going to need arrows. Okay. You're actually going to need something to shoot. Now for you new comers out there, um, there's really, there's two options you can go through and do one. If you have a local bow shop, I always recommend like go hit up your local bow shop, find them, meet them, talk with them, get to know them. Uh, they can go through and cut your arrows, uh, to your liking. So you can go through, do the local bow shop piece, say, Hey, I'm new to this. This is the bow I just bought. This is the poundage I have. This is the draw length I have. Um, then you can go through and have them figure out kind of like what arrows, most of those guys, they should know, um, what actual weight arrows you should be shooting for your draw and set you up with a good, 
good set of arrows there. Okay. Now arrows can range all across the board in overall cost. I would honestly recommend before you go through and start dumping in, jumping into like a $20 arrow to go through and purchase some of the arrows that are anywhere from like six to 10 bucks. Okay. Get ones that are, you know, going to last you and do well, but you don't need to, uh, dive into something that's going to cost you an arm and a leg, especially, uh, when you're probably going to put some into a brick wall or, you know, lose in the woods as you're starting to practice. Now you will evolve into better arrows, um, in that, uh, when you go into the bow shop and they can definitely give recommendations there. Another option for you guys, if you're looking for quality arrows, um, is actually going on and looking up. It used to be called, uh, vector arrows. Some of you guys have seen me use those. You see me go through and I've talked about them before, but vector arrows is actually known as method archery now. Uh, but you can log on to method archery. Uh, these, these are what I run. Um, for those of you guys, I'm doing like a video piece here, but I have my, um, vector, the, the ZMRs It's the 325 spine. And honestly, I love these things. They're phenomenal shooting arrow. The, the method guys do a very, very good job at putting these arrows together. Uh, they also have the, uh, AAE fletchings on these with a nice little helical to them, which means for those of you guys who are newer has a nice little twist, not overly twisted, but a nice little spin to just kind of help with getting the, the rotation of that arrow started. Um, so I run, run the method arrows for myself. And then I also have, um, the victory KTO, um, the VAPs, they're phenomenal arrow as well. They do a very, very good job. That's actually what I shot before I shot the, the method arrows, uh, themselves. So those are, those are a couple options. You are going to need to go through and get some arrows with some, uh, actual field points and everything. So you can go through and start shooting, um, the bow itself, uh, other accessories outside of the, the sight rest, the arrows I shoot. Um, on my Matthews, I actually have a couple different stabilizers themselves. Now with the stabilizers, again, this is one of those things where you can go through and purchase something that is just, it, it's going to help with the overall balance and vibration of the bow, right? And you can, people can really go through and nerd out with all of this. But most of you newer to it, um, it's just going to have something that's going to help add a little bit more balance and maybe a, a little bit better stability overall. Okay. So I run uh, a front stabilizer and a back stabilizer. Uh, the new ones I personally that I'm running right now are the Quattro stabilizers. I actually had, <laughs> I got some nice ones and everything put together. Uh, honestly, the nicest stabilizers that I personally own as of now, very, just very high quality, very, very good quality components. Um, but before that, I actually just took it off, um, trying to look around, find it, but it was uh, a limb saver front stabilizer again, worked really, really well. It wasn't nearly as heavy. It didn't have as much front weight to it. Um, which just kind of, as you guys progress through archery, we can kind of learn a little bit more as kind of like the, the drop away effect or the drop away weight and everything. 
um, and just how it overall handles in your hand. So those are all things, honestly, I'm still, even myself, I've been doing this ever since I was like eight years old. I'm still learning those different things. Like I'm, I'm not a pro by any means in any way, shape or form with any of this stuff. I just love shooting a bow, getting out in the woods, enjoying it with good people. So, um, I'm going to do some different upgrades. I'm going to do some different stuff here this year. I got to go through and clean my bow personally, but for all you guys who are listening, like if you're just getting started and you're looking at this, like understand that you're going to be new to it. It is going to take time. You just have to look and look, look up things and actually look to asking questions and not being afraid of asking those questions. Um, the, and then the big piece there is pick a bow and don't feel like you have to break the bank. Bear is a great, great starting point. Uh, Hoyt has some phenomenal bows. Matthews has phenomenal bows. There's, there's qualities across the board, right? Like I shoot a V3, right? The phase four. Awesome. Right. So I know there's the V three X, right? Like I got la- the last year's model when I went through and bought the V three, right? When I bought V three, like the V, uh, <clears throat> the V three X had come out. Uh, and there's, it's, it's subtle little changes for a lot of you guys. Like when you're looking at these different things that ultimately happen, um, the cool thing is, is like my bow that costs 250 bucks versus my $1,200 bow. Like I've personally shot more deer with my $250 bow. Now I had it a lot longer, but it still put deer down, right? At the end of the day, you're still going to be able to go out, still going to come down to practicing like the, the equipment <clears throat> can enhance the overall hunter, right? But at the end of the day, the operator is the number one component to victory or failure in any of these hunting scenarios, right? Doesn't matter what camel you have, doesn't matter what gun, doesn't matter what bow, any of those things. At the end of the day, it comes down to the individual who is getting out there in the woods, um, and as who has kind of honed their overall craft. Um, and for me, it, it comes down to just being able to actually get out there and enjoy it. Like I don't nerd out nearly as much on a lot of the stuff as a lot of other guys do. And I probably make certain individuals cringe in different areas, but I just love shooting my bow, man. I love getting out there with good people, having a good time. And honestly, when I think about it, like that's what it should be about. If we get to the point to where we start tearing people down about, you know, the bow that they shoot or the one they decided to buy for their first one. And, um, we tear people down for, you know, them maybe just starting with a crossbow or them getting out, you know, doing rifle versus bow. Like I see a lot of the people who like got into bow hunting, they were rifle hunters first and they realized that they just liked more of the challenge or they liked more of the, you know, intimacy that archery ultimately brought. Right. Or they just didn't, they didn't like freezing their ass off during rifle season. And they're like, you know, it's a heck of a lot warmer outside during the fall during bow season. So, um, yeah, but that's guys, that is what I personally go through and shoot. I'll do different things as far as like, what does Jake, Jake shoot Jake use? I use a lot of different equipment and gear. I picked up some new stuff going into 2024 here. Um, I will be coming on and doing some stuff talking about, uh, what I'll be using going into Turkey season. Uh, that's going to be, that's a season that's going to be coming up here. And I think it's like in 40 days, 45 days or something like that, which super excited. I'm pumped. Uh, going to potentially get out and actually try and take one with a bow. 
and then try and get some guys out with some shotgun and we're just gonna drop some gobblers so that's something i'm gonna tap into probably here in the next couple weeks i'm actually gonna bring on um a good friend who is an avid avid turkey hunter um and just loves it gets pumped up about it and he's a he's an okay pretty fit guy too so um we'll probably be having him on here sooner and later and honestly before that that kind of takes place but uh for any of you guys listening if you do need anything uh don't ever hesitate to reach out i'm always here to help and i honestly want this the podcast and everything for you guys to be able to benefit more going into the outdoors experiencing more of the outdoors if you guys have been listening now to the podcast uh, for a good minute my one ask is if you got anything from this podcast you learned anything took away from it uh, made you laugh made you think anything of those those traits uh, pass it on share it with someone uh, when it comes to the overall podcast outside of the podcast i just ask that you guys get some individuals involved in the outdoors right go out and and get those kids those family members those coworkers, that one friend who sees you always do it invite him out because he might be wondering but he's just a little bit too nervous to go through and ask right and for those of you guys like those same individuals make sure you're leading by example leave the waters the woods the trails everything better than you found it set an example for the generations before you and after you and we will go through and impact the outdoor community unlike anyone else. So I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Appreciate the love, the support. Uh, if you guys need anything, okay, to finish it out here, uh, you guys can always go through uh, and email me. If you have any questions or need any help, you're always able to uh, email me with or get on my newsletter as well, which is in the link, and I'll put it into the description and everything here below. Um, but you can email me at jarveled at firstform.com um for now that's going to be the email that i ultimately go through take on that if you guys have any questions there uh in any any case or scenario so outside of that if you guys join my newsletter that i'll have listed in the little the show notes or the topics and everything uh you guys can get on that any any updates and stuff that ultimately comes with the experience more brand and what we're doing here with the experience more podcast uh as time goes forward so I appreciate you guys. Love you guys. We'll see you next week.